Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. And today's quote is coming once again from Marcus Aurelius. And it's about how to cultivate healthy relationships and also about how to, I think, view humanity in general. So the quote is, people exist for one another. You can instruct or endure them. And we have to keep in mind here, as we always do with the meditations, that he's writing to himself and for himself. So he's instructing himself here, which is a little bit ironic, right? Because as he's saying to instruct others, he's also instructing himself. So I think there's two different elements to this. And I think we can apply this quote in that sense to both our relationship to others and our relationship with ourselves. So first of all, I think this calls to attention the idea that for the Stoics, we're all connected, we're all woven together, and they were pretty focused on service, especially Marcus as the emperor, I think, was always encouraging himself to be of service, to see himself as, you know, wo again, woven in with the population that he was um, the emperor of. And I think that's a really great idea, right? The Stoics, you know, I think we could argue that the Stoics, at least in the West, were kind of like the early rumblings of the idea of universal human rights. So they really saw the world, right, everyone, as connected and as needing to be served. And they saw each individual as someone who had the opportunity to be of service to others, to be helpful to others. And not only that, but I think they saw that as a major pathway to a meaningful life, right? This idea of an obligation-driven way of making choices or a duty-driven way of making choices. So when he's telling himself people exist for one another, he's telling himself you exist for others. You're here to serve others, right? And then the next part, you can instruct or endure them. I think the instruction <clears throat> to me implies like effective instruction. So the idea here would be, just as an example, I think, you know, somebody's rude. Well, don't get mad at them and definitely don't be rude back. Right? I use that example just because it comes to mind readily, right? Um, instead, try to instruct them, try to teach them like, hey, like this is not, you know, in my opinion, this is not the best thing to do. And then be prepared and be ready to sort of help them understand why. That's what effective instruction is, right? Help them also not only understand why, but also maybe see how changing their behavior would benefit them. And that would be, I think, for the Stoics, and for Socrates too, primarily in like the virtue sense, the spiritual sense. It's like you don't want to treat others unfairly because justice is a virtue. It's a good thing and you should be just for your for your own sake and for others, right? Justice is an interesting virtue because it really connects to how we treat others. That being said, like for the Stoics and for Socrates, it's like they cared about other people being virtuous, right? Because everyone has a soul and we should all want to have well-conditioned souls and we should all want to encourage others and help others to have well-conditioned souls because we all benefit from that, right? So a well-conditioned soul, of course, is a virtuous soul. It's a soul that's trained in moving towards, like let's say, ever-developing or ever-increasing levels of virtue and you know, always increasing or improving in the ability to examine oneself. So these are two things we have to think about, right? So that's what real instruction is. Like real education, the, you know, the etymology or the breakdown of the word sort of means like to raise up. So of course we could think of kids, right? Like kids go to school, they like literally like they're raised in school to an extent, right? Same way like a family or of course not the same way, but just philosophically, right? Your family raises you, school raises you, right? These are all things that do that. But I think there's a deeper meaning, right? The idea of like raise up is like we move towards more wisdom. We move towards more knowledge and that should be helpful for us spiritually as we move up towards, right, 
like kind of using the cave as a metaphor, right? The sun is the truth, right? The sun, just to switch the interpretation, is wisdom, right? We move up towards that and we leave our old views, our old ideas behind that aren't helpful and we improve upon them. We move up, right? So to instruct like that, to me, that's a really powerful idea. So one, we have to have the stoic perspective or we might want to adopt it at least, right? Stoic, I mean, uh, Marcus Aurelius, I think, is telling himself to have the stoic perspective. <laughs> we might not like it, but I think ultimately this quote has asked us to consider the stoic perspective, right? Um, one, that we are all connected. We exist, at least in large part, to be of service to others. And through that service, we actually feel good too, right? <clears throat> and of course, we could flip that a little bit to say, well, if we saw someone else who maybe was struggling with, you know, having meaning in their lives or happiness, we could suggest to them, hey, why don't you, in a literal sense, do some community service? Or we could ask them, like, what was the last thing you did for someone else? The School of Life has a great video, like, I think it's like the 10 suggestions or 60 seconds on how to lead a happy life. And one of the suggestions is to get out of your own head, right? To not focus so much on making yourself happy, but instead to focus on making others happy. And of course, we can't entirely control that. But to even shift our gaze towards, you know what, let me call somebody. You know what, let me send a text. Let me go out and, and help somebody. Let me be really friendly to this person um, at the grocery store who's, you know, ringing up my groceries. All of a sudden, our internal gaze is no longer about why am I not happy? Why do I feel so shitty? It's like, well, how do I make this person smile? And just off the bat, our focus has been shifted and that's a healthier question. Right. So as we talk about how to serve others, we're also having, I think, meaningful and helpful conversations about self-care. And on that note, right, we can flip this quote really nicely, although it is about stoicism and service or stoicism on service and on this idea of, you know, let's say global universal connectedness, this connectedness we have to others. And that is really important. I think we could also shift it to be about ourselves. Right. You exist for yourself, which is to say you exist to take care of yourself. You exist to help yourself pursue eudaimonia and a fulfilling life, right? So if that's the case, we have to probably, maybe some of us don't deal with this, right? But we probably maybe, right, have to think about being nicer to ourselves. We have to think about the same way Marcus is saying, instruct and endure, right? To me, there, you know, knowing what I know about Marcus Aurelius too, he might have also added in this short one sentence reflection that, you know, be gentle because he was really big on that, right? He was really big on gentleness to guide others, not with pity if they don't know, not with anger if they don't know, but with gentleness and with kindness. So you exist for others in that regard. We should apply that to others and we should also apply that to ourselves. Epictetus said to his students, self-scrutiny with kindness is the antidote to problems in life, to problems of the soul, right? So to say you exist for yourself, to me, kind of implies do that well. Right. And then you should instruct yourself and then endure yourself. Right. Not be overly critical. The idea of enduring to that, that to me implies like stamina. So if you're someone who's struggling with something day in, day out. Right. OK, we have to accept that it's happening, which is a major step, because a lot of times we, we don't do that and we just fight with it or worse, we ignore it and act like it isn't happening. Right. So we have to avoid those things. We have to accept it as it is and then work to deal with it and endure it and instruct ourselves, which is to say, help ourselves rise up, move towards the better versions of ourselves where these things aren't happening. But we have to do that with patience and gentleness and with instruction. So sometimes we need to be instructed by others, 
maybe go on YouTube, maybe get some books, research the things that bother you, right? A lot of incredibly well-written books about anxiety, a lot of incredibly well-written books about how to have healthy relationships, a lot of great uh, content on YouTube. Hopefully this podcast is helpful, but research and then instruct yourself. That's why one of the uh, things listed on a list of spiritual exercises we have from the ancient philosophers was research. It's therapeutic in a sense, because when you learn, you can instruct, you can endure more effectively, and you can pursue a fulfilling life more effectively. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.